from the dead we're back for the second hour the wavy hour whatever you want to call it seems like we're louder did you turn it up no a little bit that's fine a little bit it's fine yeah we're back uh monk's corner tap room here in down beautiful downtown downtown albuquerque yes so yeah we've got uh, (laughs) thomas Who's going to join us for the second for the wavy hour? He has a beer in his hand, and how? how so, let me make sure of this. How would you describe? I mean, man of God. Um, I mean, I, I don't know the words. Mm. The, the the the. Am I at a line saying that? Well, I would assume that uh, that's true of a lot, a lot of people who yeah. are monks. You know. <laughs> The majority of people, when people say, um, when they say to me, oh, you must be so holy to be in a monastery, I say, no, no, no. The reason people go to a monastery is because we realize that that's the only way for us to make it through. Yeah. They're... uh, Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Thomas, right? It's Thomas. It's Thomas, that's right. And and it's like, that's a very, like, religious, I mean, that's a very Christian name. Thomas. Oh, sure. Yeah. As mine, Michael, uh, my first name is actually Michael. My middle name is Christopher. So also very, yeah, very religious. Yeah. So whenever we had our first meeting, or our only meeting, I was completely oblivious that there was actually monks that were in the process of making the beer here. We thought it was like a cute brand name. Yeah, I really did. I'm sorry. Um, and well, that's apologize. true for a lot of people. They... They'll come in and they look at the pictures in the tap room or look at the package that we have for sale, which features pictures of monks. I know every mm-hmm. one of those monks. Some of them I've known for 20 years or more. Yeah. So, so me, my, they're my, real people. My so. normal thing, I give out arbitrary numbers. Like, I'm the guy who's like, okay, so the, there's 75%. There's, like, percentages. There's numbers I give out. So I made the assumption that you've... Monks have been doing this for like a thousand years. Do you know like the history of like the the monks making beer? I mean, you kind of told me a little bit about it during the meeting. Yeah. Well, it's obviously it began began not just with monks, but no. when people found out that grain could make a, a pretty yeah. good uh, uh, drink. So how it entered monastic or Benedictine uh, culture was that in the rule of St. Benedict, which we follow, which is a 6th century wisdom document, uh, he says in there, um, everyone knows that monks should not drink wine. Okay. But they can't be convinced of this. (laughs) And so he said, I legislate this, that they can have a hemina of wine a day. But nobody knows how much a hemino actually is. Oh. It's like a a parsec. (laughs) (laughs) So actually in the ninth century, there was uh, uh, a meeting that took place to kind of legislate what uh, monastic life should look like, what it should have in it. You know, that is on the part of the wider church. Okay. the realization was that wine wasn't available everywhere. Benedict was an Italian. Of course, there oh. was wine there. Sure. But in like Northern the, the Europe, availability of grapes, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. So instead, it says in that document, in places where wine is not available, the monks may drink beer. So ever oh. since then, we've been drinking beer. There That's you fantastic. And brewing beer, too. <laughs> How uh, So... 
where is the monastery that you're a part of? Is it, it's up by Española, is that correct? Well, it's actually uh, up off of Highway 84 on the way to Chama. Okay. And after you go by a ghost ranch, most people know that place okay. on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a mile afterwards, there's a small brown sign that says Monastery 13 Miles. Oh, okay. And that takes you up Chama Canyon, which is one of the most spectacular canyons, I suspect, not only yeah. in New Mexico, but in the world. So yeah. it's a beautiful place. So you, you immediately, when we were having a meeting, said that everybody always asks you about the vow of silence. <laughs> and you said, well, we don't, we don't do that. No, but sometimes when it's, I'm in here when it's very noisy, I was wishing <laughs> that it was actually effective. But <laughs> I actually, I, w- I would pull that vow out and be like, just when people are just really an- annoying. Yeah. So, well, hey guys, I we're taking about silence talk. for the next, you know, 20, 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but you no, know. you guys have blown up. Like this thing, I, I, I actually, I've, I've heard of monks before and yeah, I've had, had their beer, had your beer. And I always thought it was just... I didn't even think it was in New Mexico. And now you have oh, this yeah. tap room here. Yeah. And I had no idea it was made by actual, like, monks. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been bottling the beer more before before you even had the tap room open. Is that oh, right? Long before. Right? We long didn't before. open the tap room here until October of 16. Yeah. yeah. And we've been brewing... Well, our first flagship beer was Monk's Ale. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Which was brewed in commercially in 2005. I okay. remember. See, yep, and I remember so. that because I was in college. Well, I was, you know, it was around beer. And I, I remember seeing it. And then when I first moved up here in 2006 or 7, I started going to the New Mexico Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. And you guys would go there. And I would get Monk's Ale. I would get the Monk's Ale too, yeah. It's the yeah. Ale, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's interesting that Monk's Ale is actually patterned after the original monastic brew, which was oh. called the, the Pater beer, okay. which was the beer that was given to the monks during uh, penitential seasons okay. as a little extra from the Pater, from the father of the monastery. Oh, nice. But it only had 1% or 2% alcohol, so it just had you know, nutrients and... Protein and like it calories, and pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it had calories for them. Just oh, wow. enough oomph to and get so, you going. So, like I said, I always thought of it as a brand. Is the monk's ale could another say another monastery, like say in another part of the world, have that? Is there another monk's brewery anywhere else other than New Mexico, like with the, that brand of beer? Well, or do, or do you have or that you trademark? Like another monastery, that actually, is our, beer. the. The brewery is Abbey Brewing Company. Yeah. Because yeah. we're in Abbey. Yeah. So, so that's where it comes from, the Abbey Brewing Company. Monks Ales, just because we're monks, it's catchier. Most people right. don't have a clue as oh, right? to what Abbey is. So, so that there's, there's not a monastery, say, in like Maine that does the same thing, who actually mm-hmm. brews beer, but never thought to actually commercialize it and sell it. Is well, it, it, currently there are, I think, three or four monasteries in the United States that brew beer. Oh, nice. Okay. That's yeah. that's actually that sounds like a low number. Wow, I thought yeah. it'd be more than that. Well, he, it, it's partly because of the history of the United States with alcoholic beverages, you know. So, so is, isn't it? Uh, it's more. Um, it happens more often in uh, in Europe because I, I remember working in uh, uh, liquor industry. We had lots of Trappist uh, monk sales. Uh, like seven of them in particular yeah. were like known for making beers. Well, the Trappists are known for their brews. Yes. And they've, because they have that name and they've registered that name, then it's a Trappist brew. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But can you explain what that is? What's um, a, a, tra- a Trappist? I think I know it's a it kind just of has beer. to be brewed in a certain way and maybe oh, okay. it has to be brewed by, by Cistercian monks. Oh wow! Cistercians yeah. are Trappists. Okay. So, but Cistercians are simply a group that was a reform of the early Benedictines. They still follow the rule of Saint Benedict. Okay. So, interesting. So, you, what, what? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where you like you, you got how you got into all of this? 
wherever you want to go with that. I, I mean, that's a <laughs> Actually, very Actually, can, can I ask the first question? Sure. It's, it's a 10-drink minimum question. Okay. Do you remember your first beer? Uh... Actually, I don't. Where, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And I feel like you said too many syllables. I think it's like Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> no. But Iowa. the thing is that I've been out of Iowa so long that many people wonder what country I'm from. That's what. They oh ask. yeah. All right. Because I've lived in many different countries too. So. Yeah. So what brought you to here? I mean. Um. I was drawn to monastic life through an experience that I had during my studies in Washington, D.C. It was the first time I went to a monastery, which was a retreat in, uh, at St. Vincent's Arch Abbey in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which, by the way, was the first monastery in the United States that brewed beer. Okay. Really? And then, during Prohibition, they got out of it. Wow. And that beer is still brewed today in Latrobe as Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Oh, that was <laughs> so Rolling Rock brew. has its roots in the, the, the monastery. I didn't yes. know that. Wow. Well, I don't, well they got that bought out fact. though, didn't they? I don't think yes. a lot of people know that. Because it's funny, because like the original Rolling Rock taste is not the same as it was before. It's it's a little different now that they yeah. got bought out. It's kind of skunky or something. I don't no, know it's less. It's less skunky. Okay. But I was fine with that skunky because it was Rolling Rock. It was what it, yeah. it's what it tasted like. Yeah. And I feel like they bought it and kind of like oh, watered yeah, it, it down. It changed it. Yeah. yeah, obviously. yeah. yeah. Homogenized it. Homogenized it. That's the best <laughs> word yeah, I've now heard. Now it tastes like everything else. Yes. But my so, experience here in New Mexico... When you said that the monastery is north of Española, mm-hmm. that's what I thought in my head when I first came in 1978. I got off the Greyhound bus in Española thinking, I'll just walk to the monastery. Oh, man. Oh, no. And it was 50-some miles. I had two or three <laughs> rides. And most of the way, I had to hike. So, oh, wow. With a backpack. Was there, was there like a lot of hitchhiking involved in those days? Well, not really. People wouldn't pick me up. Actually, in those days, I had hair, and it was down to my shoulders. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, and so they. So, is there a certain style um, that is involved with the monastery? Like monks, is there a a monk style of beer? Yeah. Um, I don't know because you have the, the I call it the the number one. You have the the, the monk's the ale. Monk's ale. Yeah. Is that pretty? I guess similar well, to like what they brewed. Our Back. brews at Abbey Brewing are patterned after the Belgian or German monastic style. Oh, okay, brews. yeah, yeah. So that's they have a cool. certain character to them that's recognizable, and either people really like it or they say, yeah. "No, this is a bit too sweet. I want something hoppy." Because it, so it, that's it, it, in my ignorance, I'm like they have like a a parchment or like a scroll that's that gives you the <laughs> recipe to the monk's beer. But of course, well, there are recipes, and they've been held by some of these monasteries for over a thousand years. See, I told y'all. <laughs> I was sitting there like, I, I think they're holding it. They're like, they're like, uh, you have to walk up to this, you know, this cave. It's you have to kind of climb a mountain. <laughs> no, and, you know, no. It's, <laughs> it's the river waters. Of, our head yeah. brewer is also the general manager now. Who? Yeah. When we first started, he went to Belgium because we have associated monasteries there and because he was from our monastery then they allowed him to come into the brewery and they showed him everything that they knew (laughs) oh wow so interesting he learned from the masters that's fantastic what do you so what is your part in like the brewery process I mean what have you done like yourself well almost nothing while I was at the monastery I've for most for the most part, since I'm also a priest, I'm a yeah. priest monk, okay. uh, I'm assigned, I have been assigned to other places, chaplain to the sisters, but just recently I returned from South Africa, so I was there okay. for several years. Oh, wow. And there's you're, you're no like, craft beer there. No. <laughs> you returned from South Africa to Albuquerque. Yes. How, how big of a transition was that, or is it kind of the same? No, 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 it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. Well, like, we, we, massive, were, we, were watching our friend, we were watching our friend's live feed earlier. <laughs> he lives over in Borellis, and there was like SWAT team with a tank driving through his neighborhood. <laughs> so uh, 
yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, South, uh, Africa's safer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that the the the, bre- the Monk's Brewery brand has brought a lot of attention to the monastery? Do you, do you see a jump in like, yeah, um, I guess attendance or like a recruitment? Um. Uh, I don't think so. A lot of people come out to the monastery thinking that we have a tasting room out there. Oh, wow. Which we don't because um, the whole reason for going out at the end of a remote canyon surrounded by wilderness is for the silence and the solitude. Sure, yeah. And so to, to we don't want to have a lot of people on. in for do you, do you have to put like a, an extra sign next to the turnoff? The brewery is, and then a list of directions. Yeah. Well, you I see, we, we have a small experimental brewery at the monastery, but that's oh, just oh. to develop styles. Yeah. And that's in the private area for the monks, what we call a cloister. Yeah. So uh, guests are not allowed to go there except without permi- special permission. Yeah. So okay. All of our production takes place in Moriarty. Uh, I've, yeah, but that's recent, right? That's newer. Well... No, we always had production somewhere else because we just didn't have the facilities. Right. Well, well, I mean, like Moriarty's, you're doing because that's a Sierra Blanca, right? The, yeah. They they help you guys. Like, do you guys give them the recipes? Do they? Well, uh, how does that work? We have a special relationship with them, which is called uh, alternating proprietorship. Okay. And we actually own probably half the bright tanks. Okay. And so they get to use them, and we get to use them, and it goes back and forth depending on That's what's nice. being brewed. That's great so you guys are still brewing it. They're not brewing it for you. They brew it for us because it's too far from the monastery for the monks to be involved in oh, that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, but you guys have a say work. on what the brew is. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're okay. the ones that develop it, and then they just follow what we tell them to do. I, so. have, I have this weird like relationship with that with that Moriarty brewery in that... Every time I used to go out there and work all the time on computers, and I would ask people, like, no one knows where that place is. <laughs> and I would sit there and go, hey, uh, where's the brewery? Like, I'd go out to Moriarty, and I'd be, talk to a customer. I'd be like, so where's the brewery at? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't know? Like, <laughs> a brewery is in your town. It's not like a, ta- it's not like a, a mega town. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple thousand people. Yeah. No one ever knows where it is, you know. And now they kind of have a they have a tap room there, right? Yes, I believe. Yeah, they have a very small one, but it's, do they, they have a do wonderful they, garden? Do they? Oh, really? Yeah, nice do, beer garden. Do they have uh, your guys's beer at their tasting room? Yes. So. And you guys have their beer here. Yes. Oh, okay. So reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> so, so was it a choice to um, be a part of the Albuquerque downtown tap room, or were you, ch- uh, or was it you appointed this uh, to be a part of the the monks brand here in Albuquerque? Because no, it was my choice. I, I yeah. actually requested that I be able to do it. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because like you have uh, I don't know if you want to tell it. You have, you have some stories of being here in Albuquerque. You're like the first time you was the first time you ever came to Albuquerque. Oh yeah, I when you uh, always you, before it was just so I could go to the airport and fly yeah. in or fly not, out. Not, no, no. Not, not even from like <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. Not even from the monastery, but just Albuquerque. No, like, he has a he has a story about being a monk and coming to Albuquerque with the oh, police. Oh yeah, <laughs> now I was wondering where you were leading to. Yeah. But yes, I was. I came here to see. A physician went in yeah. for a medical appointment, but I had my dog with me because we were going to go camping afterwards, yeah. and I needed to renew his uh, rabies vac- vaccination. And so the dog was waiting in the vehicle, and I had water in there and food yeah. and windows down and went into the uh, medical office. I was visiting, actually in consult with the doctor, and a police officer came to the door. Bam, 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 bam. The police, open up. <laughs> so <laughs> this doctor gets up and opens it up and he says, uh, someone has a dog left out in the vehicle and I need to see that person now. So oh, I, took, wow. I thought they were going to arrest me, but I ended up going to court and three different times trying to clear my name. But ultimately... Of course, the guy didn't know I was a priest or a monk because I was dressed for camping. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the judge, before we finally settled it, he said, I'd like you to go visit with the officer in the consult room. And so I get back there, and the officer says, "Why didn't you tell me you were a priest? I said, you never asked me." <laughs> why is that? Yeah. Why would it matter? Yeah. Yeah. Why so, would it so matter? Obviously, you can be both at the same time priest and a monk. They're yes. not separate things. Necessarily. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you can certainly be a monk without being a priest. Mm-hmm. Really? And you can be a priest without being a monk. But I'm a monk. And you priest. can be both at the same time if you. Are yeah. there people that are like, you know what? I I believe in God. And I want to join because I want to believe in God and make beer. Are there people that do that? Uh, I don't know that somebody's come with that particular narrative. I feel there's like several steps before you get to that point. Or is it a part of like, oh, I I really want to, you know, devote my life to God. I want to devote myself to this thing. Mm. Oh, we we make beer? Oh, cool. Does that mean that kind of? I think that's probably the case of it. Um, Okay. And but the like, whole process is very, very long. So yeah, is it very shocking to people that you make beer? Because it's shocking to me that you made beer. You to know? what? It was shocking to me that like monks. I mean, I knew monks made beer. I guess somewhere in my mind, I knew that. But then it, it it's weird. I grew up in this whole like you know world where it's like Baptist people and alcohol is wrong. I came from dry counties where on Sundays they don't sell alcohol at all. Yeah, because of you know that's the devil's juice, but then to find out that monks make beer is like whoa, you know, holy wow! Yeah. Wait a minute here, wait a minute. It's like the antechamber to hell. Yeah, you know, and, yes. and I can't be the only person out there that's like, oh, oh, wow, that that does happen, you know. Any <laughs> question? So, do you have a favorite beer that you brew? He's drinking. What the is that one? Ale. What is that this one? This is the dark. The dark Monk's ale. Dark. That this was, is the that's dark been ale. one of my favorites tonight. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. And if I don't drink this one, then I drink our number one, which is the yeah. Monk's ale. Yeah, the the, the so. standard, like yeah. the go-to. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stray away. Oh from my god, go for it. Can I can I ask a question? Have you seen our? I want to try his beer. Our if, dr- if that's allowed. Are drunk monks a thing? Yeah. No. Well, you see, in the monastery, we're fairly abstemious. The, about once a week, maybe twice, if there's a special occasion, okay. we have what's called the party, which means you just stand around and you have the chance to drink a beer or oh. a glass of wine or a soda or something like that. But it's not generally available otherwise. Okay. So... Gluttony. And most of the time we don't <laughs> drink our own beer. No, what do you drink? Just whoever goes to the store and buys what they buy. <laughs> a PBR. PBR. Mark's yeah. drinking PBR. No, if you're going to go to the store and get it and you only get it a couple times a week, you're probably you're gonna getting get something some, better yeah. than that. You know. Hopefully. Like, yeah. like the special Budweiser that came out. There really out. isn't yeah. very many things in that area. Right. No. <laughs> I, I have questions that have nothing to do with beer. Okay. So... What kind of music do you like? Well, I'm fairly eclectic with yeah. my music. Um, of course, since I grew up in the 60s and the 70s, okay. I actually remember first seeing the uh, Beatles on TV when they first came to okay. the U.S. So my memory goes back a ways. <laughs> what was the first concert you ever saw? Um, the first concert I ever went to was... Um, John Denver. <laughs> yes. Yes. A Rocky Mountain so High. Tight. I so cried. Tight. I and cried when John Denver died. I was fresh out of Iowa, and so I was with a bunch of guys, and he's singing Rocky Mountain High, and I said, what's that smell? And they look at me, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> at the John Denver show. That's pretty funny. Who? Uh, so do you guys get to listen to, like, music at, you know, I mean... Um, I might listen to a little bit, but usually then it's classical or something. Oh, really? But some monks, you know, they'll go around, they'll have earbuds in, and they're listening to some. But Really? My thing is that... That's fantastic. If I've gone all the way up the canyon t- for silence, yeah. I like to listen to silence. Okay. Interesting. Because that's part of my task, yeah. too. I'm going to be returning to the monastery soon. Okay. And... So I'll be a teacher. A teacher? What do you, what do you teach? 
I'll be assistant novice master, master which means that I assist uh, the young people who are coming in. That is good, by the a, way. That is the, the yes, monks. Isn't it though? Excellent. Dark ale. It's the dark side of the monastery, whatever that means. So, is there um, are you allowed to name his name? The 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 mastermind behind these beers. Is there a head brewer? Like, is there a guy? Yes, What's the head name? brewer is Berkeley Merchant. Okay, he's he, also he, the general manager. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, this place. Does he like float back and forth? Yes. Interesting. And hey. he's a monk too, right? Yeah. No, right. he's I, not a monk too. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. No. Later, man. Thanks for coming. Um, so, I don't he's know. He's an oblate of the community, which means he's an associate of the community. Do you guys get time off from the monastery? Other than, like, you, you're taking a sabbatical, like, to this do this? This is a time off for me, which just means that I have permission to live outside the cloister. You know. Are there rules for oh, you? Yes, of course. Like, are they pretty strict? Like, don't go see R-rated movies and... Stuff like no, that. we don't get that particular. But, oh, okay. You know. What do you have in your head here? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have like a lot of questions. There's a lot man. of questions. That's is that was that not a question? I mean, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That's what, a serious know. question. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you you're you're a monk. You're on sabbatical. You're in downtown Albuquerque, where there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Movies and who knows what. You know. I don't but know. You know, I've been here almost well, a year and a half, and I've seen. One movie, and that was with my sister and brother-in-law who came a couple weeks ago. Okay. So, <laughs> was well, it Star Wars? No. It was with, uh, Denzel Washington, whatever that film was. Oh, I, um, I fell asleep, so. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Can, can, can you describe a typical day in a monastery? Yeah. Well, a typical day in our monastery is that you rise early. Like no, okay. Usually when I'm there, I get up at 3.30, oh, 3.45. Three th- I'm sorry, 3.30. Wow. Yes, and we begin prayer at 4.15. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's in the chapel. And okay. Then, then there's a space of an hour or so, and then you return to the chapel for lauds, which is the morning praise, the first, okay. which is just psalms and readings. And then we celebrate mass together, the mass of the day. And then there's personal time, take a shower, go for a walk, whatever. And then there's a work meeting, and then you begin work. What, what kind of work, though? Well, our primary... Um, one of the things for Benedictines is hospitality. So the one way we express that hospitality is by having guest, a guest house. So we have about 20 or 25 guests at any oh, wow. given oh, period. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And they're overnight guests. And they eat with the monks, but all the meals with the monks are in silence. They just there's a reading table reading. So, it, I, uh, okay, I've done I've done dinners of absolute silence. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the weirdest part is is I've done them in a restaurant where we've had a full table about that big, uh-huh. and we're all silent. And the weirdest part is, is it's, it's, it's hard for people that aren't used to it. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. It, it kind of Only creeps because Chris up. talks all the time. No. <laughs> but, I mean, imagine, like, you're in this bar, and that table right there are all sitting and drinking in absolute silence. Everybody immediately starts talking about it after a while. It's very interesting. But, so that, that's got to be interesting for the people that visit. Yeah, well, that's part of... When you asked earlier about the vow of silence, we don't take a vow of silence. It's a monastic practice that opens one to other spiritual growth. So getting used to silence and solitude, to an orarium, to a schedule that you're going to follow, getting up early. I bet you don't have have a smartphone. I do have one here. But (laughs) the thing up in the canyon is is that they don't function because there's no cell phone. No service. No service. They can still play music, right? (laughs) Yeah. John Denver. You have a glorified uh, MP3 player. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we're we're about lunchtime. So what happens the rest of the day? Uh, Well, 
the lunch time is really what we call the main meal because there's only one meal that you have to be at each day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's at about 1.15 or so. And the monks are all ready for that because after that is one of the most sacred times of the day, which is nap time. <laughs> it's Agreed. <laughs> it's the only rule that says that after monks eat, they go and lie on their beds in silence, you see. And if you can't sleep, then you are to read quietly. Yeah. So... That's why I love my naps. <laughs> oh, man. Do you read a lot of books? Yes, a yeah. good number. Well, I need to, anyway, for what yeah. I do. But then, you see, each day there, there are seven periods of communal prayer. Seven okay. times a day I will praise you. Okay. So those seven periods, plus the celebration of the Eucharist, we've gathered together for Mass. So it's a good number of hours a day. And the reason that we have that luxury is because we're in community and we're working for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. We work five or six hours a day. Wow. And we only have to work at a particular project five or six hours because everybody else is working. So we're all, com- like somebody said the other day, we were asking about, or somehow we were talking about communism. I said, well, I've been a communist most of my life. <laughs> right. You know, communal living, yeah, it's all about exactly. that. That's yeah. what it is. So Making sure that you, you and everyone around you is fed. Yes. Well, Clothes, fed, shelter. According to the rule of St. Benedict, everyone should receive what they need. Not what they want, but what they need. What they need. Okay. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What is the most frivolous thing that you do? The most frivolous thing. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. It's probably coming to work in the tap room. <laughs> it's coming to work in the tap room. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Actually, I wanted, I wanted to cheers you, but you yeah. drank you your beer. You your beer, yeah. Uh, uh, so how hard is it going to be to transition back to this life after being on sabbatical here? Um, I don't think it'll be that, that difficult for me yeah. at all. I was just there at Christmas time. Yeah. Is it like a relief? And I found that... Will it be like a relief to go back? Yeah. Well, somewhat. Yeah, because there's something um, uh, about having a daily schedule that is invariable. Yeah. Inexorable. It yeah. just happens every day with or without me. And I take part in it, but I found it quite easy, even though I have been out of it for a while, you know, to get up at 3.30 and be anxious to go to chapel. Oh, wow. Because I've lived that life for many years. How how many years? Oh, a long time. Before you were born, my son. (laughs) 42. Can can, can I ask what age you went into this? Like, it is teenager, like in your mid-20s? No, I was... I went to the seminary, which I studied in Washington, D.C. Okay. In the 70s, which was uh, an interesting uh, time to be in Washington. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very, yeah, that's very turbulent, right? So I was 20 years old then. Okay. I was a young man. But that was typical in those days. Everyone going for studies at that period was quite young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we had 50 men in the seminary. The oldest was 30 years old. Wow. So, you know, it was... I guess, like, as far as a priest versus a monk, that you, you have, like, a congregation. You don't have that when you're in the monastery. You don't have people that you draw every Sunday. No. It's well, the purpose of the priest, of course, um, in a monastic community is to provide for the needs of the community. Right. So, for the most part, that's a celebration of the Eucharist and the sacraments. Okay. And the opportunity to preach, which I like doing. So, <laughs> so you, yeah. you in the monastery, of course, you don't have people every Sunday like crowding your monastery. Yeah. No. Well, although up at Christ in the Desert, even though we're very remote, the chapel on Sundays is almost always filled. Awesome. Yeah. So people come out there, even though it's quite a drive to get there. Yeah. So. You said you've been you've been in this life for a number of years. If I say were, thirty years. 
I no. I mean, well, no, I, was, I was born in '75. He said longer than me. I'm 42. I was ordained okay. in 1979. Okay, so all right, then I was still I was alive. Ha <laughs> ha. 75. So, if you were to go back to that young man in that time, mm-hmm. would you still choose this life? Well, who knows? Who you know, knows? There, there were. There were different reasons why I chose it at that time than yeah. I would have uh, say today. Yeah. And that's normal because we all change as yeah. we grow. And Absolutely. we have different experiences and we have realized there are different purposes in life. And yeah. that's just what it is. If you were going to say something to someone who is in their 20s that is thinking about doing what you do, what would you give what advice would you give them well i don't know I, that i would give them any advice about in particular how to become a monk yeah because i think i still believe it's very much a calling either it fits or it doesn't fit and okay. we discover that quite early when somebody comes to the monastery with this kind of romantic idea about what it should be yeah but if they can't get up in the morning, well, you might as well forget it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not really a morning person, you know, guys. You know, I no, here's yeah. the road Listen, back. If, if, if you can't, yeah. make you know, if you have to be drug out of bed every day, no, forget it. That's a nice idea, but try right. something else. That's, yeah. That's, that's, Does that happen? Do they like go? All right, Johnny, uh, we tried it. Well, we. No, had, thank you. Here, here's we, my question: What time do you go to bed at night? Me, usually, I go as early as possible. Even seven, I mean, six. Well, no, because in the monastery, according to the orarium, the hours, counting the hours, um, the last thing is usually 7.30 or 8. But almost immediately afterwards, I go to my room, I take my dog out for a walk, and oh. then I go to bed. What kind of dog do you have? I have a German short-haired pointer. Oh, Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so, cool. Do you think... Um, as far as being part of this brewery, have you ever been drunk? Oh, of course. I mean, how else do you find out what your limit is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I like no, that. But it happened with cold duck, you know. It's just you're Wait like, a oh second. Ho- Say this again. Say this again. <laughs> it happened with cold duck. Okay. So I have a history of cold duck. Do you? Oh, no, I do. I'm sorry. What's, what's it called? Cold duck? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a wine-champagne mixture. Yes. And it's made by Andre. It's very sweet and bubbly. And it's fantastic until you throw it up on someone's carpet. <laughs> you were there. I was there. <laughs> I have done it. So I have a college story where everyone always brings it up. I went on spring break with my college friends, and uh, I'm a big cold duck. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic, you know, beverage. It. it it sneaks up on you. It really does. You're doing fine until you're not. In college, <laughs> we called it the driving liqueur because we would drive from the store and, and drink it on the way home, which is not something I would say yeah. is a good idea, but I was young and stupid in those days and don't drink cold duck anymore, but it does. It does. It's that was a, the first and last time I drank it. Oh, it's, so. yeah. It, it really comes at you. You're like, this is tasty. I'll have my fourth glass. Blah, you know. So, be, so being a part One of the church, um, were you assigned here or you chose to be here? No, I, I actually chose some time away, and this was an opportunity. Well, to he do means it. like in Al- New Mexico, right? In New Mexico, New Mexico? yeah. So oh, you're, that, in Iowa, yeah, you're in Washington D.C. Yeah. And like, wh- why New Mexico? Because that's where the monastery is. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Aren't there other monasteries, though? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, there are monasteries everywhere. Yeah. So hey. why New Mexico? Because I was particularly drawn to the simple um, life in this remote monastery. Oh, wow. See, when I first went there in 1978, yeah. there was absolutely no electricity at all. Now that we produce our own electricity, yeah. um, there were just small huts that you lived in. And it was a very small community. Sure. So the one I was in before, too loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I was in a monastery in Tampa, Florida. It was yeah. like a party <laughs> town. He's like, yeah, yeah. well, you know, no, thank too you. Too much electricity. Yeah. Too much Creedence <laughs> Clearwater <laughs> Revival. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, so uh, 
outside of the monastery, what are some of your like favorite things to do? Uh, I like hiking and biking, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, You're on I, Facebook. I saw that. Yeah, I'm on Facebook too. But I'm primarily on Facebook so I can get all the pictures from the family. Oh, that's cool. Because otherwise yeah, I can't get those things. Such a safe things. answer. I was like, you know, I really like K-pop. <laughs> or like I really like Justin Bieber Justin Bieber's cool you I know. Like TMZ I'm really into that I don't know who the Kardashians <laughs> are but only when I'm on sabbatical though yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think I, I, I don't know it's like it's like for us to get to interview you is like just like a really amazing thing because it's just and I feel so ignorant and I was like yeah. I want to mm-hmm. answer and you see for me yeah. who lives what I think is a very ordinary life <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's it's far it, it's, it's it's far from it's, so it's far different from yeah. what we I guess I don't want to say what we live but yeah. when you say oh no problem I wake up at three thirty <laughs> or three o'clock in the morning what type do you think go. on the radio but, Jeez but, Louise but, <laughs> but you like, know there are a lot of people that get up that. Yeah. Early and go to work. I used to. So, yeah. I was like jockeys. not as early as three thirty, but I was waking up at like four or four thirty to get to work and to do that. I wasn't so. I don't know. It's it's very interesting to to hear how the daily life of a month yeah. and to see. Like to understand what you actually go through on a day to day basis. Part of yeah. this amazing. Like brewery. I didn't realize that you could actually you you had a dog with you. Yeah. And yeah. you could have a dog in have the monastery you seen, with you. Have you seen the movie Nacho Libre? <laughs> and does that offend you? Well, I have to confess, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> Thank you, because he has never seen that movie. And that movie's. I've, I just saw that the other I day. I like it. First time. It's Jack Black. He's like a, oh, okay. he's a, he's a priest. I think you should watch the movie Nacho Libre. And be like, that's not how it is at all. No, not at all. Yeah. Well, I enjoy movies, but usually they have to be what's kind your of favorite a documentary. Wh- what's your favorite movie? Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. Very oh, cool. Uh, very, very cool. With, uh, uh, it's very artistic, yeah. and I, I've watched it, it I think, is. nine times. No, Atticus that's Finch. That's with, like, a... Yes. No, who is... Well, what I like... Not Jimmy Stewart. It's uh, it's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, is it Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, no. it's Jimmy and, well, Stewart. I watched that movie in high school, and like I've watched it a couple times after, and I still. Like, I think it's I Jimmy love Stewart. That movie. I love to kill mockingbird. I don't think so. Do you, like um, I was no. actually in the bathroom as far as your favorite music compositions go. Um, Gregory Peck. Yes. As Atticus okay. Finch. Yes, Atticus. Yeah. Such a great book. Yes, and then she re- she wrote a another one. I haven't read it. I have the book, but I haven't read it the yet. The new one? Yeah. Yes. She just recently, recently, like it's like I wrote to kill a mockingbird, and then I'm gonna take like a, I don't know, thirty year hiatus, forty year hiatus, and then I'll put another one out. <laughs> you know, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yep. saying, it's one like, of the coolest s- things because she was, she was um, she's in the same sorority as I am. Oh, okay. So like I have that connection. And I'm like I I'm really proud to like really know that book Thug and see life. it and read it and everything. People I'm are saying so in the chat to like, like they love this conversation. To like update you on like <laughs> 2017 life, but like yeah. it's now 18. YouTube videos. There's this thing yeah. called memes where it's like a funny. He's like picture. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. <laughs> He's like I live. I, you live downtown, right? No, no. No, I live on the on the edge. No, I live on the edge. <laughs> I live almost in Corrales. Like there is oh, such nice. like a <laughs> connection or like a, a dependence really on technology. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you have everything you, you ever wanted. Yeah. At your fingertips, any any knowledgeable thing you ever wanted to know about monks, I could actually learn everything about know about monks from Wikipedia or whatever. I don't but, know. But still, what do you think? but but still. I'm going to look at memes and cat videos. <laughs> so how do you think... I don't know how to put this. How do you think, like, you know, your life is, is going to keep going into, like, this technological age? Do you guys have, like, the internet? I mean, is it... Do you like, have recruitment? Do you, is, yeah. is there, like, people coming oh, yeah. in? Oh, yes. At the moment, we have... When I was there at Christmas time, there are almost five, 45 in the community. Yeah. Most of them new members, young Oh, men. wow. How many novices? Wow. Do you come in and you're like, uh, all right, you guys. I don't you know guys. the exact number of novices, but 
novices. But, but it's also Novice. a very international community. I think yeah. it's 11 different nations they represented there. Yeah. Um, Do you guys roll in and you're like, all right, all you punks, you new guys? No. No? No. That's good. Because <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I would totally not no. do that either. So well, how do you, do you guys, I mean, do you think that, like, maybe there's a lot of people that are like, I want, I want to, there's too much technology, too much electronics, too much TV, too much video, and they, like, do you know go who to that lifestyle to maybe get away from a lot of that? Well, the thing is that even at that remote canyon, um, we have internet access. Okay. Not very good, but no. we have it there. And enough to email your family. Any, anybody can busy themselves with um, obscure things that are outside what the real purpose of the life is about. But that's just that's part of the challenge. Wow! If you come to the monastery to be a monk, be a monk. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Does it I'm, ever happen where you're kind of like you kind of talk to somebody and you're like you know maybe this isn't what you want to do? More than once, yes. Oh, I say man. you're a wonderful person. It's like having Billy having, having to fire somebody. You know? Billy, I think that uh, you do good music. Uh, you sing well. Maybe ten drink minimum is not for you. <laughs> as a thing. Yeah. Well, you just say I think you'd flourish other places. Yeah, you'll flourish other places. We <laughs> it, believe in it's, you. It's, it's basically the sound of music, like like how like she was not a part of the the whatever. Yeah. The family? Yeah. The, no, what was, she's a nun. So What's what, to do she about was, Maria? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's me. <laughs> and I was like, well, you need to go and do Tendrick Minimum. You're not a part and of... And discover who you are yeah. until, before you commit. Man. Not part of the Abbey. What you need to do is go and be a part of this Tendrick Minimum family. <laughs> what are we going to do about Billy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that Man. was me. This has been fantastic. I'm just so... I love interviewing like like people that I'm just like they do something that I just have no idea about, you know? <laughs> it's fantastic. It's just one of those things. Is there something you want to just like throw in there at the end like you want to add to this whole conversation? Actually, I have another question. So go for it, w- yeah. w- when 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 you go back to you know the, the monastery, mm-hmm. is yeah. there somebody that takes your place as far as, as oh, this? Oh yeah. Um I I really don't know. I doubt it actually. Oh. I tend to be someone who volunteers for the jobs that nobody else wants. Oh, so, no one wanted I mean, this job? Well, because you become a monk not for this. Correct. So, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just... That, okay. So you, you, wow. You, you were taking the bullet. Yeah, yeah I took the like, bullet. You took the bullet. You're like, all right. Uh, guys, you're going to need to go to Albuquerque. You're going you're gonna to run a tap room. And you have, you, like... Tons of free beer. Lots See? of free beer. <laughs> like the most beer you could ever imagine fun. drinking. You're going to have fun. I'm and a, they're like... I'm suspecting mm. more. It's like, and we can have so many hiking times in the Sandias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no thank you. Yeah. I'm going to pass. Anyone? Don't make me pick. Don't make me be the one that has to Is pick. there a prefix? Are you called like brother or like... Um, Father, uh, in some monasteries, it's always brother. Okay. Okay. Um, I helped form a monastery in Chicago. Oh wow! It was always brother there, but in this monastery, north here, or south hmm? of Chicago, <laughs> south side. Oh, oh all right. Dang, Bridgeport. Okay, White Sox. Okay. Okay, White Sox. I'm a Cubs fan, so. So so your brother. I always figured it wasn't safe to go on the north side. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) The Cubby games? I don't know. I think it's fun. There's no lights there, apparently. (laughs) I got you. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, my goodness. So informative. This has been fantastic. And you're. The beer that monks make. Yeah. Is um, thank you for allowing delightful. us to come here and do our show. Well, yeah. thanks for coming. It's always yeah. good to invite people live. in. We, the reason that we're on a corner, of course, yeah, is that what happens on a corner except friends meet there. Yeah. So that's what this is supposed to be. I like that. that. Is very it's a place cool. where friends meet and enjoy beer. I like that. So that is a way, that's a really a cool bunch way to of think outlets of for charging phones. Dude, you, you, you guys have a really <laughs> great tap room here. The tap room and a great freaking business model of 
outlets. It's funny because like we've done our show at a lot of places. Yes. And this has been the easiest setup we've ever done. Oh, really? Because the way you guys have set up this tap room, like there's outlets everywhere. Yes. And that's so awesome. <laughs> the internet with was USBs right. in them. Yes. <laughs> and then like the internet's right there. Um, Monk's Corner Tap Room, I can't say enough good things. I've had great beer today. We've had great conversation. I hope everybody's really enjoyed it. The people in the chat seem to really dig it. Um, everybody always asks, like, well, why do you want to do this show or why do you want to talk to this person? I'm like, because I've never heard anybody else do it. So why not? You know, let's sit down, let's talk, let's be friends, let's bridge connections. When do you get to talk to a monk in a brewery? Ever. On a Saturday a monk, night, that brews you get to talk the to beer. A monk, that, that helps and then it. a monk in a brewery, you know. I when you said you were a monk, I was like, wait, whoa, that's the conversation right there. That you, you were like, what are we going to talk about? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> man, that's amazing, you know. It's something weird. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's weird. I just think it's one of those things that a lot of people don't get to. Experience, well, you know. It's like somebody asked me today. Yeah, I talk to a lot of people at the bar. You know, yeah. When they find out I'm a monk, they say, "Well, what do monks do?" I said, "Well, there's not much that we do to justify our existence. <laughs> we just, we just are. Monks are. Monks so, are. <laughs> yeah, it's very. That's the way it works. Well, thank you for letting us come out okay. to your beautiful well, tap room you, here in downtown Albuquerque. We'd love to come back if you guys. Not only is it beautiful, it's different. very practical and aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be my future. Yeah, <laughs> if I don't make it, I'm like that yeah. sounds amazing. I could do that. Uh, I would love it. Yes, I want to thank everybody that's uh, watched this show today. Monks Tap Room. I'd like to thank. I'd like to uh, thank Billy, Smiley, and Michael for coming out. And uh, go to uh, tindrinkminimum.com. You can add us on uh, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, Instagram, all the cool social medias. Give us a push. Add us on iTunes. Give us a review on iTunes. All that cool stuff. We have T-shirts. We're going to sell them. $10 a pop. I think they're pretty nice. I like them. I designed them. I had fun with them. Uh, thank you to Thomas for being on the show. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you, you for Alan for being on the show. Brother Thomas. Brother Tom- Is it Brother. Uh, oftentimes people say Oftentimes. Brother. Thank you but for being... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Otherwise, it's Father. Father. Father Thomas. And thank you, Father Thomas, for being on, on, on the show. And with that, thank you for watching. We, we are, are 10, 10 Drink, drink minimum. minimum. Thank you.